The Press Box is here to catch you up on the latest media stories. Hosted by Brian Curtis and David Shoemaker, these guys have the insight on the biggest stories you care about. Check out The Press Box on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car, Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Previously on Recipe Club. We're going to give this a spinneroo. <laughs> Here it is. It's happening. Oh! It's the time for a triple tube. The triple, triple tube, tube is meal. the triple tube is in play. <laughs> it is a Pillsbury tube dough. The triple oh tube my God. is in play, everybody. Hello, guys. Uh, welcome to another installment of Recipe Club with Chris Ying. And, you know, uh, I should say Recipe Club wedget of the decade, uh, Rachel Kong, who has just won everything. Most valuable wedgie. Most valuable wedgie. Oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> MVW. No. Um. And today's episode is on Pillsbury can dough. If I'm sounding a little bit under the weather, it's because I went out for the first time to meet with some friends and I overindulged in drinking something I never really do anymore, unlike Chris and Rachel who drink it. <laughs> All night long. Hey, 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 hey. This is your problem. Don't project your shit onto us, man. You're the hungover one. Me and Rachel are fresh as daisies over here. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, the CDC said if you're vaccinated, you can go out. <laughs> and I, uh, I did something I haven't done in a long time, even well before the pandemic. That is go into a restaurant, not really eat anything, and just drink. Mm. Did you get martinis? I don't know what I had. <laughs> Oh, that kind of God. night. Good uh, Lord. It was a lot of tequila, for sure. And I don't, you know, listen, I, I, I don't blame me. I blame peer pressure because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to until I did. And there was no choice. There's no going back. Once I, I started, yeah, 
It was just it was just uh, something I regret drinking. Did you do any regretful eating? Did you oh do my re- god? Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow! Did I? Did I? I, I know. I know you did. So we were at a place last night that had fried mozzarella and pizza wow. before <laughs> closed, and everyone had eaten. And I again, I eat at four forty-five. Okay, <laughs> I eat at four forty-five, and I'm usually in bed by nine thirty. This is now eleven thirty. I'm not up, and now I have drinking hunger. Um, drinking hunger. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The drinking—it's not hunger. real hunger. It's like an illusory hunger. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit like how Dumbledore, when he had to drink that shit, the Horcrux, he was so thirsty. <laughs> that's that's how I felt, but instead of thirst, it was hunger. And it struck me, and everybody was, like, satiated because we went to another place. I was like, no, 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 I don't need to eat anything. I'm good. Don't worry about me. I'm good. I'm going to be in bed soon. Don't worry. And um, I, uh, I pulled a, a Dave Chang classic move where... I got the fried mozzarella. It was like almost like carrozza style. It was delicious. I sort of like gave people an opportunity to get some, but they didn't really register. And I ate it as fast as I could before anybody could really register what happened. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's one of those things where if they play the, the security footage in slow motion, yeah. you ate a pizza they didn't even see. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's crazy. It's, it, I mean, I feel like David goddamn Blaine here a little bit. Anyway. Don't that, blink. All, that happened. And... Um, I was like, I got, I got to go home, I, and uh, everything's closed. I, I get a rideshare home, and on the way home, I pull a. I got to get some greasy food to soak this up. Oh, I you got did more! Oh yeah. my more god! More greasy yeah. food! Yeah, oh yeah. my god! Because the the pizza and the the two slices of tiny pizza, it was like half a normal <laughs> slice, and the the fried mozzarella, that was like nine thirty, the mm-hmm. the hunger, and then I got the the only thing that was open. Jack in the Box, which I have never oh. had in my life. I've never oh, had no. Jack in the Box in my life. <laughs> at like 12, uh, or at 1, no, yeah, 123 is when I remember it came on my app uh, as I ordered it. And I'll tell you what, Jack in the Box is not very good. <laughs> what was it? Can you What'd remember you anything you ordered? Yeah. Jalapeno poppers. Oh my gosh, after the fried mozzarella, amazing. <laughs> A sriracha hamburger. <laughs> okay. This might be user error. Uh-huh. And uh, order french fries. And then Sriracha bra- hamburger. They're like yeah, branching yeah. out into the Asian style. <laughs> yeah. you, know I, I, you know what I think the funniest? I have not eaten a Jack in the Box in 25 years, but somebody mm-hmm. showed me this the other day. And I think like one of the greatest things I've ever seen is like Jack in the Box has these tiny tacos, like tiny little Yeah, I saw them. I saw them tacos. on an order and I, I couldn't do it. I wanted How tiny? to. How tiny? Like uh, this? Well, exactly the size of like a nacho chip, like a tortilla Ooh. chip. Because they'll put, so <laughs> this menu item they'll do called like what is it? Loaded tiny tacos. <laughs> is they fill like a Chinese takeout <laughs> box with these fucking tacos and then dress oh. them like they're nachos. <laughs> yeah, so, like yeah. it's nachos, but the it. chips are tacos. It didn't wow. tempt me. It didn't tempt me. <laughs> the only reason I'd order it because I'd I'd want to know what it felt like to be in Gulliver's Travels. <laughs> <laughs> you visit the island of Lilliput and they've got yeah. these, their, their huge tacos are just your nachos. Yeah. So I, I ate that. And um, I think the reason why I feel bad is mainly because of what I consumed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You had a sriracha burger. <laughs> and, and I won't even tell you what I ate this morning because then I, it's just too much. I, I, I just continued to just 
hurt well, myself. Fucking Chekhov's gun. Now you said it. So what the yeah, fuck? You you so, no, no, no. So okay. Was so, it Pillsbury? Was it no, Pillsbury? No, no, no. All right, I'll just say. So like, it's like <laughs> seven forty-five, and Hugo's just drive. <laughs> drive, 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 like loud as possible. And this is after I've taken our dog out for a walk, and I'm thinking, okay, and he, he just wouldn't stop. So I just got in the car and I drove. And he's like, "Can we go back home?" And he's like, "No, drive, drive, drive." When we drove past the McDonald's drive-through, and I got, well, you didn't drive past it. Doesn't sound like you drove past it. No, I drove into it. <laughs> To the drive-thru, and I got a, they have a number eight, I found out, uh, double, <laughs> this fucking goddamn fast food place with the data, <laughs> the fucking money ball shit that they play. This is like, what a sucker I am. The hangover special, number eight, <gasps> d- double sausage, egg, and cheese McMuffins. <laughs> double, wait. Wait, <laughs> I can't even understand that. Yeah, two. You get two. <laughs> two, two sausage, egg, McMuffins. And, um. <laughs> I, uh, I got that. I got a coffee. I really went in for the coffee and just like Hugo loves dry, like lo- wanted to see drive through because he just loves it. Long story cut short. Yeah, I ate those. And I feel, <laughs> I feel terrible. Long story short, I ate those. <laughs> and uh, and I, I still feel terrible. And then I, 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 I try to sweat it out. And I think I'm going to have to continue to do that. I think after this podcast, I'm going to athletically pummel myself and 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 <laughs> as 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 like the like the older older jesuits would do just flagellate themselves with pain to what, for yeah. the penance whenever the jesuits drink do. too much tequila they always self-flagellate yeah, yeah. on top of all of that after my first workout i had just enough time to make one last recipe club pillsbury dough and i made chris yang's which we'll get into in a second so apologies for my long-winded I don't even oh, know what this is. Confession? This, this yeah. is, yeah, this is part of the the recipe club now. It's just like a, a confessional booth in yeah. the beginning. Uh, is it possible, Rachel, that you might start feeling terrible in the middle of this podcast? I don't know. I don't know if um, mRNA vaccines work that way, but I did just get my second COVID vaccine right before this podcast. So yeah, if I just like keel over, <laughs> maybe um, call my husband. <laughs> You got to drink Pedialyte. You got to drink your electrolytes. Get your electrolytes so you can get out there and eat some tiny taco nachos with Dave soon, too. So everybody else should get vaccinated as well. Water's so boring. I don't have have Pedialyte. (laughs) What am I, a fucking baby? Uh, So back to our our show that we make, Recipe Club. Can I I just give a timeout? I am going to... I'm surprised that I just dropped a Gulliver's Gulliver's Travels uh, reference and I don't know how because I don't think I've ever re- like read the book. I cheated all through high school, so I don't know what the fuck it means. Is it right? Lilliputian is the big guy. Isn't there a small one? Is the no, little that, guys? The Brobdignagians are the big ones. Whoa, Chris! What's a, what's the big one called? Brognazians? <laughs> Brobdignagians, I think. Brobdignagians. I was almost surprised, Dave. I was almost equally surprised that you made a literary reference without calling attention to it, but then you called attention to yeah. your own literary yeah. reference. Well, I, t- I had to because I, I'm try- always trying to impress two people that read a lot of books versus someone that just reads Clive Klesler in Nora Ephron. <laughs> 
Hey, don't knock Nora. <laughs> yeah, no knocking Nora. So this is Recipe Club where we don't generally debate Nora Ephron or Clive Cussler, but we debate the best way. Clive Cussler doesn't even write his own books anymore. That's how big time he is. <laughs> to cook the things you want to eat. Uh, and as Dave said three and a half hours ago when we started the show, this week's topic, when the wheel last spun after Rachel's victory in the Cantuna episode, the wheel hit Pillsbury tube dough. Is that how we, how we want to refer to it, guys? Pillsbury Tri- triple dough. tube. Dough, dough in a tube. So the the triple pl- the triple tube meal was in play. I don't know if we hit it, but uh, as as usual, each of us submitted a Pillsbury dough recipe for consideration. I think when you do a Google search, you hit about one and a half million results for it. We have three pretty different approaches, and each of us cooked all three of them. And now we're going to discuss uh, what went right, what went wrong our general thoughts on Pillsbury dough. So let's let's start right there. Aside from this week, when I presume you both cooked these recipes, when, when I did too, when was the last time you actually used some dough in a tube? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Not that recently, it sounds like. Mm, probably when I was 11 or 12 years yeah. old, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and there used to be, I remember maybe the last tube of dough that was ever cooked. It wasn't usually in the toaster <laughs> oven. And they, they had just come out with one with like chunks of butter in it for mm-hmm. the biscuits. And mm-hmm. I, I will say that just because it was maybe a, a 30, 35 year gap between <laughs> last consumption, <laughs> last contact with um, the, the Pillsbury dough species, I, <laughs> I will say that my formative years growing up, it was a buy like twice a week staple in the Chang household. Which, Which one? Yeah. yeah, biscuit, biscuits. Mm-hmm. And I think biscuits came out first, but then there was another one where it was like the croissant dough. And I remember my aunt, my emo, figuring out that you could put uh, red bean, again, my favorite. Uh, I love red bean. <laughs> and, 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 and she, you could like put that in it and you would have, you know, a, a Korean steamed dessert, which again, I did not eat, but... <laughs> I was like, well, that's some, that's interesting. I think you should put that in the oven and it'd be more delicious. But I remember growing up eating this when it happened. And it was one of my favorite, 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 favorite things to do uh, is unravel it and having it pop, mm-hmm. right? Pop. Like to crack. Popping fresh. And, and be extremely disappointed. And little did I know that it would be an omen for the rest of my life, that feeling of... Oh, it didn't open up. What a what a what a fail. What a what <laughs> <laughs> Your whole life has been a, a, yeah. a tube of dough it's that a, didn't pop. Yeah. <laughs> Everything seems like you should like have it work. You follow directions and it just doesn't work, but you're like, no, you got to put a spoon in it and pops and everyone's disappointed. And then, you know, you put it on some aluminum foil and you pop it in for thir- th- you know, 350 minutes or 350 degrees. It was, but like, like, the reason I say, the reason I say this is I thought that was a biscuit. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't know that you could make a biscuit from scratch. Yeah. I thought that all biscuits were made this way. Did you guys ever have that experience too? Yeah. I had the same thing, but with like the croissants, like we did the Pillsbury croissants in our household. Really like, I I mean, I think it was from probably when I was like six or seven and 
that was probably the last time I've dealt with Pillsbury dough, honestly. And so we had the croissants. It was so fun to like unravel it and then like roll the little, the little like triangles into croissant shape. And that was my only experience of croissants. Like I had never had a real cafe's croissants. Um, that period of time, it was like Pillsbury croissants. It was like the orange juice concentrate in a tube, mm-hmm. which was so delicious. And Sara Lee pound cake. And those mm, were like so all good. just wonderful foods. <laughs> Sara Lee pound cake toasted. Oh man. Doesn't yeah. get better than that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe with more butter on top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that I, I mine was similar to you. I don't think I had a real, a quote unquote, real biscuit, a real biscuit until, oh God, my twenties or something. When would I have encountered such a thing? Yeah, and probably before I had croissants, I had croissants or whatever the fuck these Pillsbury <laughs> things are. Um, well, so it sounds like none of us had popped into a, a, a tube of dough in a long, long time. Uh, before we get into the specific recipes, though, where are you guys on? Where are you guys on the Pillsbury Doughboy? <laughs> oh my god that was very convincing i was like oh my god he's here <laughs> i have a very special guest <laughs> chris you're amazing can't believe you got the pillsbury doughboy his appearance fee was steep but he's here everybody he's on the show he's gonna be quiet throughout but we have the real pillsbury doughboy here i think he's iconic uh Okay, so we each brought a recipe, like I said. So from Rachel Kong, reigning champion, a French dip crescent ring from Lena Abraham of delish.com. From yours truly, Chris Ying, a Japanese steam bun, a.k.a. Nikuman from thejapantry.com. And David Chang's uh, submission is the crab-filled crescent wontons, a.k.a. crab rangoon, from Pillsbury. Dot com. You got to do the sound effect after you talk about mine. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I, I figured most people just hear that in their heads whenever we say something like Come that. Come on, man. <laughs> the sound effect for all of them should be the Pillsbury yeah. Doughboy giggle. <laughs> Rachel, <laughs> you want to go or you want to defer? I'll defer. Okay, I'll choose Dave's. Uh, Dave, talk First to all, us about this. Who do you think invent? Well, like, I want to know the person that invented this right who had the bright idea to be like you know what would be a great vehicle to store dough (laughs) a a, a toilet paper roll (laughs) (laughs) you know i mean i'm gonna shove this dough in this roll of toilet paper that's been used and then put some you know put it under pressure and that's basically what happened i I think truly it's a remarkable product. Yeah. Um, it is a, you know, it's like, again, like when I look at that, I was like, that's why uh, we, we, we win. Humans win. Because <laughs> of technology <laughs> like this. Mm-hmm. You know, good mm-hmm. luck, chimpanzee. Like, what are you, you know, you, you can't do this. <laughs> chimpanzee. <laughs> yes, you have 96% of the same DNA, but this 4% it allows us to make this. <laughs> we, we used our advantage so well. <laughs> Um, so I just, I was shocked uh, again at, at the ingenuity and how none of it's really changed. I still had some of the, when I bought all the, the, the tubes, I think Grace was like, what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) was happening? Um, and I also didn't just buy Pillsbury. I decided to spread the wealth. I bought some organic Annie's ones. Whoa. Let me tell you. 
Those fucking tubes do not fucking pop open. It is a life deflating <laughs> event. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. It is not no, no but pretty pretty good though. Regardless, I was excited to make this and I wanted to do something different. I actually of all the recipes we've ever done, this was the most research I've ever put into any of the recipes. <laughs> yeah. Because it had to be something where it was easy, but you would feel good about making it and it, it would like deliver a lot of, you know, oh, that's so good. I want to make that again. I, again, like I knew that we were going against a tough customer and Rachel, she sent a recipe in first and I was like, God damn it. Mm-hmm. Felt like Newman. And I wanted to do the crab because Rachel had mentioned crab before that we wanted some luxurious ingredient and everybody loves crab rangoons. They're great. I can tell you right now, whatever Pillsbury uh, has in their photo of how it's supposed to look like is not how mine look like whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought I think it was a very difficult recipe to sheet out. Number one, I was not successful. I'll also be honest in terms of a croissant. Just going to be very honest with the world today. I maybe made a croissant like two times in my life. You know what? You will never see me do making puff pastry at home and then turning it into a croissant, <laughs> never, ever going to happen. Yeah. Which is why something like this is, you know, if you're not close to a, a bakery, it's a pretty good thing to have because it effectively is laminated dough. But when you unroll it, it already has its like perforated, you know, seams. And then it asks you to cut it into like, I don't know, like 24, inch- 24 squares. First, it yeah. tells you to pinch all of those seams yeah. closed and then cut it into six by four. That's, again, easier said than done. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> easier said than done. So, I, again, like, if you unroll this thing, it's like, you know, like, you, like, tear the package here type of perforation mm-hmm. going diagonally. And you're supposed to, like, cut this into perfect squares. And when you're pinching it, it just, I don't know. Like, they must have Photoshopped this fucking recipe because... <laughs> There's no goddamn way. And I'm just saying, Pillsbury, like, this is, fu- this is QAnon lie. You know, like, there's no way in fucking hell that they were able to get perfect fucking skews because you pinched it out. They sheeted it out. They had a very expensive sheeter, and that's what they did. So if you're going to do this properly, I think you should actually use some flour and sheet it out proper because there's no way you're going to pinch this. So... I'd probably say a third of the way of trying to pinch it and cursing very loudly. I said, fuck this. And I just freeformed it. And mine turned out like Hugo made them. And <laughs> <laughs> but they turned out to be extremely delicious, no matter how they look like. And I'll be honest, the dough, I think, has gotten better after all these years. It used to taste like a little bit like a, like metallic. I don't know mm. why. Eating these doughs, all of them, all of our recipes whether it be Annie's or Pillsbury. And I didn't realize how many varieties there are within the tube dough world. Yeah. It's a lot. It was, they were all extremely delicious doughs, which is why I'm like <laughs> pretty, pretty remarkable that they created this invention and that I could fuck it all up and just basically mix crab meat with cream cheese, season it with a little hot pepper and it's delicious. I mean, it was really fucking good. Will I make it again? I don't know. But like, it was pretty fucking good. I think. I'm just saying like, I, I, I tried my best to be very honest. I trashed the recipe because it's bullshit, Pillsbury, that you fucking lie. There's no way you can actually turn things into two inch by two squares. But other than that, 
I would probably make it again and just sort of put a giant log of it in the center and roll it up like a Cinnabon and, and mm. cut it. Cause there's no reason for you to make it into a uh, wonton Rangoon <laughs> shape. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. nothing, there's nothing wontony about this. Even if you did it, like, I don't even know how the fuck anybody could call this a wonton. <laughs> is that what they called it? It is called a wonton. Oh, it is, it looks, I'm, I'm just being honest. <laughs> it looks more like a cheese Danish for sure. Yeah. I had the same problems that Dave had. You know, when it pops out of the, the can, and I also just really love that that pop. It's so satisfying and, like, makes you feel happy and alive. Um, when it pops out of the can, it's like, it wants to perforate. It, like, wants to come apart at the seams. You have to pinch them together. The pinches are, like, more thin than the rest of it. The edges are all rounded. So I also had, like trouble getting it into the the right shape. I actually misread the recipe at first and bought three quarter pounds of crab meat. I was like, holy shit, this is an expensive <laughs> recipe. <laughs> we are not paying for that extra yeah. crab meat, Rachel. <laughs> I know. I knew you would say that, but you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, 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 bravo, bravo, Rachel. I mean... <laughs> that's one way to stick it to the man you know. we are the man <laughs> well, well done well done oh an accident oops look at all this dungeness crab we have I mean it, it, I was like wow like this is gonna be such a decadent recipe and then I looked at the recipe again as I was making it and I was like oh shit it's actually mostly cream cheese and like a little bit of crab it says three quarter cup actually so um, I did everything as instructed egg wash and everything, took it out. They looked really cute. I mean, some of them are misshapen, but they were still very like cute little mummy type things, you know, kind of had this like pig in a blanket type look. And I thought they're pretty tasty. Um, I thought they were like, I wanted them to be more brown. Like mine were very pale, I think because of the egg white wash. And um, I don't know if I would make them over like a pig in a blanket, to be honest. Hmm. No, can I just say, Pig in the blanket with this stuff, mm-hmm. this dough. I mean, that's as close to culinary perfection as you can get for an American. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's agree. that. I had a, you know, I just thought crab, cream cheese, this is going to be amazing. I added actually more of everything else, you know, like mm-hmm. the chili and the scallions, because I, I saw more. it and I was like, this is a pillsbury.com recipe. I have to just like quadruple everything yeah. except for the crab. Um, and <laughs> which, which you I octupled. ate personally. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was just like, this is pretty good. I don't know that I taste any crab. And I like taste like rich cream cheese and dough and that's delicious. But maybe I would prefer a pig in a blanket. That's exactly my same sentiment to my own recipe. But that doesn't mean that this recipe won't win in compared <laughs> to your other your two recipes. It was very delicious. And I will just say this, of the three of your ours, Grace thought... This one was the most delicious. And I lied to her. I said, this one was Chris Ying's. And <laughs> Whoa, wait, that's, we can't. Yeah. It was a mind trick. <laughs> yeah, because she's always going to grade me harder on mine. Oh, you know? So d- I got the real honest answer by her choosing this one as the best. I guess it would have been more impressive if you had been honest and she still liked this one best. Uh... I think that I was like, these are, <laughs> we made these. I had the same sort of issues. I started freeforming. The, the most successful one I had was I was just like, I'm just going to fucking make a ravioli and slap these together. There's too many to make. 
my wife and I were both like, eh, they're okay. As we ate like 21 consecutively. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like just ate every single one of them. Not only are they better, they're better cold. I'll be honest. In the, in the freeze, after the next day, I was like, maybe I'll just throw these away into my mouth. <laughs> Uh, you know who was a big fan was my one-year-old son, Keith. He was real into Aww. these little fuckers. Um, the, the two questions that arose for me were, one, is there some sweet and sour sauce I can dip this stupid thing into? Yeah. And two, was this less work? I mean, taking out the frying, I guess. Like, Was this less work than an actual crab rangoon with, with wonton skins? And is it better than that? Well, I've never made crab rangoon at home. Never, ever, nor will I ever. So I couldn't yeah. answer that question. <laughs> uh, my mom used to make it from time to time, and I have a special yeah, place in my heart for that. So, uh, yeah, really? I mean, yeah, she would make it. She would make it from time to time. Are you doubting Chris's mom? How dare I'm, you? I'm, I'm not. Listen, she obviously, she's even told me she likes me more than Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, so it's not about that. I just question whether she was, you know, under pressure to make this against her will. Davis doing all sorts of psychological warfare right now. I know. He's just gaslighting like, families left yeah. and right over here. Just, oh, this one's Chris's recipe. So anyway, yeah. I mean, I, I think we're all basically in agreement about this uh, recipe. Where do you want to go next, Rachel? We could go to mine. Okay, uh, let's Should go. I describe it? Yeah. So I poked around for recipes. I, too, like Dave, spent a lot of time just looking for recipes because I haven't made anything Pillsbury dough in a long time. And I stumbled across this phenomenon of like people taking Pillsbury croissant dough and turning it into these like rings, these mm -hmm. festive rings. I don't know if there's another name for them, but they're like these, you know, you, you spread out the crescents, like the triangles in a pattern, like a circle, and then you put filling inside and then you fold each of the triangles over. So it looks like a wreath, almost like a food, a wreath made out of food. And there are all different kinds of these, even on the Pillsbury website, you know, there's like Italian sandwiches, there's um, chicken pot pie kind of filling type things, like all uh, just foods tucked into this like crescent ring structure. And so I was poking around looking for what sounded the best and the best one to me seemed to be this like French dip crescent ring, which um, had like roast beef, caramelized onions, mustard, and then like uh, a jus that you could dip, you know, your, your sandwich wedge into. Yeah, the process is exactly what I just described. It's like you lay out these triangles in a circle, you put beef, cheese, onions, mustard on it, fold them over, and then when you bake it, it comes out, you can eat each wedge like a sandwich, basically, and you dip it into this broth stuff. So, yeah, I thought it was really delicious. I think the mustard, it calls for kind of a lot of mustard, but it's totally crucial because it like cuts through everything. And it was just a crazy looking food for not very much work, it seemed to me. So that was kind of my, I mean, I was like very excited by this food. <laughs> I truly enjoyed making this. 
I thought making the the weirdo beef wheel was hilarious and <laughs> just like I, I mean I I don't know I've never done anything like this in my life. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just like what the fuck am I doing now? Okay, <laughs> layer the beef and now fold it into like a flour and it's got like a little ring in the middle where you put your little cup of jus. Uh, I had an amazing time making this recipe. I hate how much I liked eating this thing too. Uh, like I just wanted it. Cause it's like the, the video is also one of these sort of like, uh, how do you describe these Rachel? Like, like those overhead, like, like tasty, tasty videos, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, bing, 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 bing. And then it's done. Like, but it worked really well. Uh, the only two things I, I really despised about the recipe itself is like, it says the whole thing is, you know, 15 minutes of prep time and 30 <laughs> minutes overall. And it's like, you caramelize some fucking onions in like three minutes. Like that's impossible. It's 25 minutes at least just to do that part. The only other part I hated was like this, this weird empty gesture of sprinkling parsley on top of your thing, which like I absolutely refuse to do. Um, Like you sprinkle a teaspoon of parsley on top of the bread ring before putting in the oven. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, man, this was gnarly and I enjoyed it. Before I, sort of talk about mine. What did you do with the rest of the crab meat, Rachel? I just put it in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Into the trash can of my mouth. I was like, oh, gotta throw this all away. Where do I put it? We should trademark that statement. Into the trash (laughs) can of my mouth. That's a great novel. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. How much extra crab meat was there? It wasn't a ton. Volume-wise. It was maybe like, you know what it was? It was one of those little dishes of crab meat cocktail that you get at Swan Oyster Depot. Mm. And okay. I I made some cocktail sauce. Okay. And okay, I ate okay. that crab. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That sounds pretty tasty. That's Very a good, good recipe. That wins. Um I had a lot of difficulty making this as the picture um, <laughs> again like you guys are just smart. This is uh, you guys excelled in school. I was threatened to be held back every year as a child because well, these are things that I cannot do. I, mean, I can't, I couldn't, I, I, you know, like you get those blocks and then you're like, make it like this, you know, the, I, I can't do those things. And this is what I felt like. I felt like an idiot because <laughs> when I saw the recipe, did you guys ever watch CBS morning news with Charles Corralt and they have the, 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 the sun as the logo. I felt like that's sort of like my template in my head of how I was going to make it. I know that sounds fucking crazy, <laughs> but like, but like, I was like, okay, that sort of looks like that as a, to me. I don't know why I'm going to f- figure out how to do it. First of all, I think it's really hard to actually then tear off the triangles. Did you guys have difficulty tearing it off? No. N- n- no. <laughs> what do you mean? No. It came off. You unrolled, you unrolled it you, as a sheet. Did you use the organic one for this? Maybe I did. <laughs> I just no, think I, did. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I used the, I used the crescent roll. I used the organic one for mine. No, I definitely used the Pillsbury one. It was hard. It, it, I, you know, another reason why it didn't pop open and I had to use a knife to get it open. And I cut through the center. So when I, when <gasps> the I, truth unru- comes out. Yeah. So when I unraveled it, it, I lost the ability to have like the perfect shape. So right off the bat, I'm at a disadvantage and I'm having a hard time making the triangles overlap. What I, this is how badly I fucked up. And what dawned on me after I was pretty much halfway done with it was, you're supposed to have like a bunt cake, a hole in the center. Mm-hmm. 
There was no hole in this. <laughs> How is that possible? I just don't even possible? understand this, like, ge- uh, like geometrically. Yeah, I don't understand it. And I yeah. also, I, I do have to take issue with one other thing, Dave. I don't think this has anything. Like, Rachel, correct me if I'm wrong, but when you were at Yale, did you study Pillsbury bread ring construction? <laughs> this doesn't seem to have anything to do with your yeah, education. Yeah, it, it was like a mandatory class in the first year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just telling you, you guys, are, you know are gifted and talented in this, these things. I can't. I, I, I'm like, I'm colorblind. I couldn't do it. So I literally had a giant sort of mound of like center of dough. And I'm like, oh man, what am I going to do here? <laughs> do you have what? pictures of what this? Can we this, see this? Yeah. I know this is an audio medium. Can we, can we please see it? That's what mine looked like. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I nailed it. <laughs> Dave, what is going on, man? How do you it even looks do like you that? Some, like, it looks like you did like skin grafts out of dough on there <laughs> just to cover up fucking patches, man. That looks- you know what we didn't do is we didn't slice a hole through the center of our tube. It's funny that you say it like it just happened to you. Like it's a disadvantage, like a, yeah. <laughs> like something that See, just... See, what had happened was <laughs> the knife cut <laughs> through the... The knife cut through the melon. Yeah. Instagram's got to see this. <laughs> that is wild. I dude. really did try to make this right. I'm not full, full, like no joke. I was like, oh man, and I, I, the only thing I had left was with the biscuit dough for Ying, so I couldn't do it, and I wasn't gonna buy more. So I'm like, God, how did I mess this up? It's like not writing your name on your SAT. Like, how did I, how did I mess this up? <laughs> I had one job and I, the whole goal of this dish was to make sure that the center is a hole. And I totally just, not only, so it's, it's one thing if it was like when you were describing it, Dave, I thought like, oh, he ended up with too much dough in the middle. So the, the, the middle hole disappeared. There's, you're just a solid thing. There's nowhere where a hole may have even ever existed. No, no. It, it has, yeah. Um, how should I say? So what I had to do was press like I was giving it CPR on its. <laughs> Jesus, like, you're doing chest compressions on your French dip bread. bread. Uh, dead serious, guys. I'm like, Ugh. I'm like trying to like <laughs> spread it out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so I, I was like, all right. What I do have is that actually sort of does look like a sun now because I had like tiny triangles all around a giant, you know, oblong circle type thing in the center that I smashed out. So that's how I did it. It was kind of more like a moon. Yeah, yeah. this is like a phase of the moon that we get to see. It is a more than full moon. I and 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 at that point, I was so mad that I didn't even follow the layering right. I put the onions on first, the beef the cheese, then the mustard. I was so mad at myself. <laughs> and that's that was not the best thing to do. Um, and then I just tried to wrap everything up over it, as you clearly, as you saw, and, and I baked it off. And I, I, I was so mad I didn't even do the parsley. I parsed my fridge that I'm never going to use because parsley at home is the most overrated <laughs> herb <laughs> of all time. I'm sorry. Especially in proportions of like three specks on top of a thing you're about to bake. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like 
only time I use parsley is that I'm making like tabbouleh or is like Israeli couscous like salad. Like that's it. There's no point. This is going to wilt and it's going to die. And nobody in my household is going to be like, this dish needs parsley. No. So I have it. It's never going to be used. And I didn't garnish it with parsley as you see. I'm going to just tell you though. It was it was pretty delicious. <laughs> delicious. <laughs> Even the jus, which is just like Worcestershire sauce and beef broth, is pretty pretty good Pre- as a dip. Pretty pretty good. Pretty damn good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. But I, I I'm just saying, like it's not. I think it was very difficult to make. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> you know what I just yours looks like, Dave. Yours looks like yours looks exactly like when I first brought my daughter home from the hospital and I tried for the first time to swaddle her in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. Is- it looks like that, you know, they found that rare fish <laughs> off the coast of California, like the yeah. football fish or whatever. Yeah, it's, this, that's what this is. Yeah, it is outrageous, man. It it, it, it wound up being delicious. Um, Grace saw it late at night and she's like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, ta-da. If you had eaten this before drinking last night, yeah, maybe you would be fine. I wish that I had that in the fridge because I would not have ordered bad uh, Carl's Jr. Is it, what did I order? Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box. Yeah. Home of the tiny taco. So so I thought, I honestly think the recipe was hard because if you mess up the unraveling of the dough, you're fucked. You're totally fucked. So I think Rachel's Rachel, Rachel's recipe is uh, is flawed. Uh. <laughs> I uh, okay, agree to okay. disagree. I will say this also. This is a it's it's a big ring for a house. It's a big ring of beef for two people in, in one sitting. Honestly, I'm seriously did not eat all of it at once. So please, I will say this: it reheated in the toaster, real nice, real nice. So oh, look at you guys. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app 
just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership, visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. All right, let's talk about the last one, which is mine. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm really nervous here, guys. I did a Nikuman made out of Pillsbury Grand biscuits. So what Dave was talking about at the beginning, it's just a tube of biscuits that are all portioned out ahead of time. You're supposed to sort of like roll them out a little bit or flatten them into a disc and then stuff them with a mixture of uh, ground pork, shiitake mushroom, onion, soy, sugar, ginger, sake, sesame oil, and some potato or cornstarch. And then you kind of just form it into a little uh, bao, like a little um, nikuman, a, a chashu bao, and then you steam it. I was the last to submit recipes as always. And I wanted to do something with the dough other than bake it. And I was really hopeful that this recipe existed. I didn't, I had never done this, but I just sort of wanted for there to be a, a steam bun made out of Pillsbury dough. And so I went searching for it. I found this one from the Japan tree. Um, I think Akiko is the name of the, the blogger who makes this. And the reason why I'm nervous is I did this last night and mine turned out like uh, staggeringly well. I was super, super happy with how it turned out. And I feel like the vibe I'm getting from you guys is that yours was not the same thing, but like I was blown away by how well this worked for me. And like the dough turned out exactly like a chashu bao in my house. And then I did one bonus one because my daughter was shaping a bunch of these and some of them turned out uh, like something Chang may have made. And so I flattened one out into kind of like a, a, you know, a stuffed bing, like a, a flatbread and I pan fried it Ooh. and uh, that yielded great results for me too. So again, I'm very nervous that like I, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I've been incepted and I'm living in an alternate universe and yours did not turn out well, but I can say confidently that this was uh, extremely great for me. Again, growing up with my aunt that would make this with red bean, I, I was very aware that this would work. It is a dough and doughs can be steamed. They don't always have to be baked. You know, obviously we've done a lot of these with Momofuku with the pork buns and stuff. So it's one reason why I didn't want to do it, but I was pretty, I, I knew, I knew I actually, I should have texted Rachel. I was like, I know that he's going to choose his recipe. And sure enough, you did. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, what? Right, what? Rachel? You, you know, know what I mean? That? Yeah. Right. Totally. I was like, such a low hanging fruit. For Christopher. <laughs> Crab Rangoon guys calling me from Pillsbury.com. I think the low hanging fruit. <laughs> that was after uh, hours of research. Chris. Hours of research. He hours. comes back with Pillsbury.com <laughs> recipe and I plucked the low hanging fruit. I <laughs> I uh, decided to try something new because one thing I don't have is a steaming unit and I wasn't going to make one. So I popped in my any day. I made it. Well, you microwaved it. Oh, day, and whoa. I microwaved it, and it works. Really, it works. To, yeah, I put a tiny bit of water. I don't think I needed to even add, needed to add water. Um, and about like halfway through the cooking process, I realized that it was working. I took the lid off the any day and finished it without. And next time, I'm probably. I, I'm not saying next time, if I ever make it again, I probably do dough in the any day in any way, any day, uh, anyway, any day, anyway. Um, 
but it worked. And I, I had a great results in the steaming of the dough. Whoa, that's amazing. And the only difference is I probably would only do two. You know, I, I, mean, I, I try to stick four, in there four in there in the big one into the big round one. And it works. And with the three, I made seven. I had seven of them. And it felt like I was making Shenzhen bao, right? Mm -hmm. When I was like doing the, the folds. Mm -hmm. And I actually did one with 18 folds. Because <laughs> I was pleaded, like, dude, really I pleaded. pleaded I really That's pleaded amazing. one. And, Are you uh, kidding me? You did 18 folds and you no, couldn't do I the like, it's, it's a lot easier. <laughs> Trust me. There, there's nothing about skill set. There's a lot... When you have giant size, when you're doing 18 pleats or 21 pleats in a in a jalon bow, that's fucking hard. In a giant baseball grapefruit size, that's not that hard. And I love nikuman. It is one of the foods that I would eat the most when I lived in Japan, having no money because you go to any convenience store and get it for basically like 50 cents, right? And you'd buy one with meat, one with vegetables, and like a, a you know that would be an ama amazing like meal. It's so cheap, so good. Uh, Koreans have their own version called wangmandu. I love, obviously, steamed bread and steamed buns and nikuman in general. And I thought it was really tasty, but I actually pan fried it and I cooked it like it was dumplings and shenzhen bao. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it came out really good. Yeah, I did. That was, that, that was like the one I was saying I did as well. I think that if I were to do that part again, I would make, I would probably make them all a little smaller and roll them out a little thinner and then pan fry them. And I think that'd be super delicious because this dough just like sucks up juice and fat yeah. in like a, not a terrible way. Dave, let me ask you this though. Do you remember how long you microwaved it? And did you do it full power? If I were to do this again, I did it for first nine minutes. And then I was afraid that it might not be done. It was 90 minutes and 60% power. I just, just like, I like estimated all this stuff mm -hmm. and halfway through, I checked to see if the water was a problem and I felt that was a little bit too much. So I wanted to evaporate it. Mm -hmm. uh, but I honestly think I'm not sure about the power power uh, of it. 60% might be right. I think if you did 100%, it might be too hard on the dough and the cooking process. You want to slow down a little bit. So the dough cooks with the inside. So you don't want the outside of the dough being just, just hammered with the inside being raw. So that's why I wanted to slow down the cook time. And I bet you, you could do it in 10 minutes, 10 to 11 minutes. Mm -hmm. I thought, cause I thought about that too. And I, 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 I happened to have a bamboo steamer and it was easy enough to do it, but I did think like the steaming probably poses a, a logistical problem for a lot of people because people don't steam anything, but a microwave is literally a, 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 steamer. a steamer. So that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Rachel, how was your experience? Yeah, I did it exactly as the recipe said. Um, I felt like the biscuits were the most satisfying tube to pop open. Like they just <laughs> pop Agreed. open. And then the biscuits themselves are like so pillowy and nice. And then to get mm -hmm. to flatten them was just very uh, exciting, like in a sensory way, you know, it was just nice to mm -hmm. crush these pillows. And then the the filling, you know, it smelled really good. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be really delicious. I don't have a steamer, but I just kind of, you know, rigged one with enamel plates. And yeah, it was tasty. It was really good. My kind of beef with it was just that, and it might've just been my own fault, but like I, there was just a lot of dough, like a lot of dough at the top, a lot of dough on the sides. Maybe I didn't crush it down hard enough, but it was also like so pillowy that it was always popping back up, you know? So it was really <laughs> mm -hmm. kind of hard for me to get it thinner. And then like with the top thing, I didn't have 
Dave's technique of doing the spinny guy. So it just kept threatening to pop open. But aside from that, it was tasty. Uh, I didn't have Japanese hot mustard either, and I wished that I I did. I I was looking for it too, but... I had Philippe's hot mustard for your dish and for Chris's dish, and very good. Can I also say that this might be... I I don't want to piss off anybody from El Salvador, but I was like, this could be a good, weird pupusa Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. I think the the fry the pan fried one, yeah. And we made hot dog on this recipe club before. I was like, this would be an amazing hot dog mm-hmm. filling as well. And I'd also tell you, Rachel's one hundred percent. I'm in one hundred percent in agreement that the the biscuits just don't fail you on the uh, on 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 like the 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 the, on the pop the, the, the exuberance, the feeling of victory, <laughs> right? Like yeah, it's just so it feels so good to be that 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 pop. And I'd also suggest like. You could make all the recipes that we suggested today with the biscuits, and I think it would come out better. Hmm. Uh, not mine for logistical reasons. <laughs> like, they aren't triangles, but yeah. I think I would have had more success with biscuits. <laughs> clearly, clearly, my genetic programming deals better with like, circles, circles and triangles. Circles. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, so the last thing I'll say about my recipe here is... You know, my daughter loves steamed buns and like <sighs> embarrassingly, like I, I don't I'm terrible at making doughs. I can't make f- fresh tasu bao or anything uh, regularly. So my wife will buy them at like Trader Joe's or something. And I really think they're they're gross. Uh <laughs> And and so like the this is all to say I'm extremely happy to have this recipe because I can make whatever now like Dave said there's like a million different fillings you can put in these things and the fact that it works in the steamer and I might like fuck around with the geometry of it to to get away with some of the stuff that Rachel's talking about as far as like thickness and pleats and all of that but I'm so happy that it didn't turn out as an abomination that it's like totally passable steamed bun dough that you can get in a tube like I thought that was incredible to me can I add something though yeah. With my, like it, I sent you a picture because I just thought they were so cute. Um, But that was like before steaming them. Oh, they look horrifying. (laughs) They looked horrible after steaming them. They were like kind of brown and just like lumpy looking. Yeah, I I think probably pan frying is the way to go because you want some of that like brownness and caramelization and stuff. Because like, I was just like, I know I'm eating like a lot of butter right now, but I just don't feel the butter. They, they look like, really gnarly. I wish gnarly. I could feel it. Yeah. They look really gnarly. But Dave, did you like the pan fried better? Yeah. Well, I made three. The first one I, I bit into was dead raw in the center. <laughs> it looked perfect. Because <laughs> I was like, it's a, it's a very dense thing. I mean, mm-hmm. these are not small things. Um, no. And I'll say in terms of tips to make They're grand. These, Yes, they are grand. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Very good. God damn it. Um, this is the recipe that I probably would fuck with again just because of the steamed bread. But again, like I don't think I'm ever going to buy Pillsbury dough again unless I'm on like a rental Airbnb or something like that. You know what I mean? You just need stuff done. The thinner you thinner you make the, 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 the flatten it, the, the better the recipe will be. Because you'll be able to make it like a real nikuman, which has it's it's hefty, and if you don't sort of sheet it out or use your however you want to flatten it out, that that's the key to this recipe. Something that Chris's recipe does not really go too deep in telling you how thick and thin 
the 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 round should be. So I that's why I feel like it's an Achilles heel, uh, and maybe the worst recipe of the three today. <laughs> I mean, you can say whatever you want about this. Let's get into the voting here. I I um I liked all three of these. I'm not just saying this because Dave is trying to start a war here, but like if I'm gonna make any of these again, the last one I'm actually ever going to make again is Crab Rangoon and Crescent <laughs> Bites. I'm not I'm just never gonna make it again. And I Chris, hold on, Rachel's. hold on. You have some white people coming over that don't eat Asian food. What are you gonna make them? We don't know I'm gonna people. make him. I'm gonna make him go home. We don't have those people in our house. <laughs> I'm gonna make. What am I gonna make him? Fuck him. <laughs> I'm just looking out for everybody, guys. No, dude. I, I, I. <laughs> all right, all right. I can't keep this charade up. My fucking recipe sucked. <laughs> <laughs> that was the longest total... Dave has ever lasted in defending a client, though. Just let it be known. That's the longest he's ever gone. Pillsbury, you, you need to hire us to redo all your shit because this one was garbage. Yeah. And we can t- we will there's nothing Rangoon or Wontani <laughs> at all. At all. These were more like bear claws. <laughs> Little mini, mini bear claws with a uh, cream cheese farce of crab. So, no, this was a shit recipe. <laughs> there. That was 180. That was 180. All right. Uh, so, wh- how do we want to do this? I feel like, are, are we going to just. Rachel, do you have any thumbs downs for these three? I mean, they were all, yeah, they were all good. I don't know how to do this either. I think we have to say which one will you make again? And I'll I'll be honest, the most surprising one, even though I, I Grace really did like the the cream cheese crab, to me, when I bit into my abomination of <laughs> of, of of whatever the fuck it was supposed to be, I was like, this is fucking good. This is really good. <laughs> yeah, I, I do not disagree at all. I think the 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 beef the beef abomination. Not only that. <laughs> It's something that I would be like, this would be good stromboli. I, if I could just do ham and cheese, it doesn't have to be roast beef. There's mm-hmm. many more applications, and clearly it doesn't even have... I mean, if I could make it and screw it up as badly as I did, you don't even have to make it look like the the, the beautiful things that these two guys made. You could just literally stuff it with anything, and it'll be delicious. It's nice to have in your bag where you're like, I need something different, mainly because I live in... like. In the SGV area, this will never ever be made ever. Um, <laughs> because why would I ever make, you know, steamed dough when it's I'm surrounded by places that make it extremely well? So, I mean, now he's gonna do it just to spite me. But Dave is never making a fucking crescent ring of bread with any meat in it ever again. Let's no, be real here. No, let's be real. I'm going to make this again, but I will sheet it out. I'll put all my ingredients in it and I'm going to make it like a giant toaster strudel. <sighs> if I put another layer on top, put another layer on top, trim the edges with the fork and bake that whole fucking I, thing. I, I'm going to stand by my recipe. Not I, I hear Dave. There's no reason for Dave to make this recipe again, but I will say that for, for listeners, for mm-hmm. people who are looking for stuff to do with this dough, the most interesting thing that could come out of it in my mind is that you don't just have to bake it. You don't have to do what they do on tasty.com or whatever. You can steam doughs. You can pan fry these doughs. That's why I'm super happy with my recipe. I, I, I stand by I stand by the, the Nikuman recipe. Rachel, what do you want to do? Well, I, I, I do want to win. <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, I liked eating all of them. Chris's 
I also agree is like a really interesting recipe and like it's good, especially if you don't live where Dave does and like you don't have access to steamed buns. Like this is a really cool recipe for that. I just, my mind was pretty blown by the crescent ring, like the French dip crescent ring. And I love like a browned, you know, buttery <laughs> dough. All right. Well, I'm just, I'm not going to convince either one of these guys. You guys, uh, it's crazy, man. I think more people in America should, I think if you, America would be better if more people made mine than people made Rachel's. That's what I will say. It would be a better country to live in. Listen, I, I, I'm really, I'm not, uh, there are probably more applications for the steamed or even microwave dough. Right. But in terms of just for me, when I ate it, I'm like, yeah, Tastes like a fucking Nikuman. It wasn't like, ah, I was more surprised that like I could buy shitty roast beef from Vons and and put some Gouda or whatever fucking cheese, the provolone. And I was like, this is actually pretty fucking good. Chris, you have to admit it. Oh, I think it was good. I think it was good. I, I just continue to like, I will make mine more. I, I will make mine. So it's fine. Uh, the winner is Rachel, which in fact doesn't really matter. <laughs> because oh. the next episode that we'll have Rachel on will be our season finale. And it's going to be a special episode that the wheel is not going to come into play for. I know that much of our, our audience doubts the veracity of the wheel. They don't believe the fucking wheel exists, but um, maybe we'll reveal that in the season finale. So for now, it's another win for Rachel. What is her record? What is Rachel's tally now? What is our records in general? She is now seven and two with a 77% win percentage. Who have you lost to? What were the ones you lost to? I lost Rachel? to you once, right? Oh, Wasn't that's it? right. And she lost to Priya. Because Chris bullied us. Oh, Chris bullied <laughs> we're, we're literally, I cannot get you guys to ever vote for Rescue too. Chris is the bully. Yeah. Where are we at, Chris? What are our records? You are, you have a 17.4% win wow. percentage because I have lost three more times than you. I have a 15.4% win percentage. But Chris, you're the only one with a Facebook group. <laughs> the it's fellowship true. of it's the Ying is strong. So, we will bring the wheel back next time we see next time Rachel wins one of these. But stay tuned because I think this season finale episode is going to be very, very fun. It's going to be pretty special. Dave's looking confused. I think he forgot what we're doing. Yeah, I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all go to Dave's house. And, um... It is like a it's like a forty first. Is that is that what it's called? Forty first dates, fifty first dates. <laughs> Dave's just like, where are we? Like, who are you? Do we know, do we know you again? Yeah. Um, In season finale, is this is this uh, like a series finale potentially, Chris Yang? I mean, I feel like if people don't give us enough five stars, if we're not getting enough action from our audience, if there's not a fucking clamoring for this. I we want might. people to know just how much fucking work <laughs> this goddamn podcast is. It's an unbelievable <laughs> amount of work. It is emotionally draining <laughs> to lose this much. <laughs> to, to be a fucking loser every week is so hurtful. So if you people can't get off your asses and give us five stars, start a petition, Maybe this will be the end. Maybe maybe we'll just fucking dissolve it forever. Yeah, yeah, because it's not about the 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 viewership, or the audience, because it has been very sizable. So thank you, we appreciate that. It's just more about our our vanity and the 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 feeling. Like, 
We're wanted. <laughs> we need it. I mean, Dave and yeah. I need the validation to uh, counteract just the crushing weight of loss. <laughs> Every time we play this fucking game, we need a little positive reinforcement. But that all that being said, I do want to thank our producers, Isaac Lee and Sasha Ashal, and <laughs> reiterate to everybody, as Dave is saying, it's not just the fact that you're 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 listening and we truly do appreciate it, but we want to hear from you. Check out the Recipe Club Instagram, go to the Recipe Club podcast Facebook group, share your comments and photos, make us feel better about just this unbelievably poor showing that both of us are making. Send us emails, recipe club at majordomomedia.com. The, the five stars. Five stars. And five stars for crying out loud. <laughs> and and you guys all know that you can't make the Rachel's recipe uh perfect either. So Make it mess it up. Do it on no. purpose. Let's sh- yeah. Show us what you got in the Facebook group. We show Dave what you've got. Um, and stay tuned for our next episode on instant ramen with Priya Krishna. You guys got anything else to say about Pillsbury dough? <laughs> <laughs>